0: It is Thursday the 18th of August 2016 and this is episode 290 of Digital Outbox. Welcome back, I say to myself and to our listeners after our little break, um, while we got some of the Olympics out of the way and I got some racing out of the way. Uh, I'm Chris hosting today, and Ian's with me as ever. Hello, Ian.
1: Good early evening, Chris.
0: Good early evening. You've been enjoying the Olympics?
1: I've been loving the Olympics.
0: I haven't. It's really been good. I've been pleasantly surprised by Olympics.
1: I've been as lo- I, I, I I, I, as we were talking just before we before we pressed the record button. Absolutely loving it, and see all these people that are moaning about. Oh, it's costing so much money. Tough.
0: This is what I like. I want to spend our money on this rather than on other stuff. What would you rather? I was going to say other words beginning with S. S and S H.
1: Schools. Yeah, definitely. Right, what schools beginning
0: with S (laughs) H? (laughs) Yeah, let's spend some more money there, uh, maybe. Education. (laughs) (laughs) Education, education, education. Right then. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about what's been going on since we've been away, which... To be honest, I don't think this is going to take too long to get through this. We've got a quite short um, roster of news. Um, first one is a an Android bug, which actually, although sounds like, oh, you've heard all this before, this one is a fairly serious one, which could get users' um, phones giving away root access, and it can affect or it could be affecting up to a billion phones, which is fairly serious. Um calling it the quad router bug and effectively it's a it's a set of four bugs which can collectively mean that a malicious app can give itself elevated root rights to, so pretty much can access everything on your phone so that does sound pretty serious and i guess the story is that because of the way android is and how distributed it is across all these different providers and services uh this is going to be a hard one to you know it's hard one to crack it it's relying on all each of the providers to actually solve, um, and this is to do with the Qualcomm router, which is in most of the um, high-end smartphones. So this isn't just your budget phones. This is actually affecting the the pinnacle of of smartphone manufacture. I guess.
1: Yeah, I I was quite surprised. I I, I poo pooed it a bit at first, thinking, yeah, it'll just be all the because the challenge with Android is the different manufacturers. The older phones they don't get updates. We've covered it before. And I thought that's that's going to be the flaw here, and it's not. It's it's um, you know so Nexus five X and six and six P, HTC One's M nine and HTC ten, so brand new. Basically, it's all it's all those those flagships and S seven Edge. I mean, they're only out three four months, and and it's my phone as well. Yeah, (laughs) and and as you said, the the, the problem is so Google last year made big play on that they were taking security seriously and we're going to do X Y and Z, and it's. Materially, not really changed much. There is well, that,
0: if you are, that's not necessarily true because if you are a Google Nexus user, your phone has now solved three of those four problems on a priority update. Yep. Um, yep. If you are some of these other handsets, you're not.
1: You know, and that's what I meant. The the the, the, the kind of the stuff they said last year was to solve it across the whole platform, not just for mm. the Google. You know, the kind of the the Google flagship ones. And I still don't think they've solved that problem. And it's clear that the updates don't come out in time, and they don't come out. I, I
0: agree, they haven't solved it, but nevertheless, I think they may be on the way to getting it. So, yes. But the problem is, in the meantime, we've got this this problem, which now we're relying on uh, distributors to, and, to send out uh, and uh, pre
1: And the size of the Android platform, you know, it's 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 what they're reckoning is it's around a billion phones that this is potentially yes. affecting, which is huge.
0: I know, it's amazing. And it's, yeah, for such a serious issue, it shows, you know. However, they've said that there's no proof that anything's been done in the wild about this. This is purely a lab based proof. But if you do have an unlocked phone and you don't, you download apps from other places other than the App Store, um, I would recommend that you stop doing that if you've got one of these handsets, um, especially until they've actually have properly uh, solved
1: this. And the skinny thing is that's one bug that a seventh of the world have currently got. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it, it's it's yeah. it's the figures are just amazing yes and then if
0: you if you yeah if you if you extract areas of the world which don't have sort of this kind of infrastructure then it's it's a it's a fair part portion of the uh developed world as we'd know it Yep, amazing um uh, microsoft golden key blunder this lets you install any os on windows hardware so this is um windows specific hardware designed only to run with windows software so things like a windows pc um tablets and um and mobile devices which were locked to be windows only someone has discovered a golden key to or it was leaked um or rather not leaked i guess released for demo purposes or no i should sp- speak properly release really for testing purposes but this now this golden keys out there actually en- enables anyone to install any operating system on uh, a bit of windows specific hardware um oops like an rt tablet yeah
1: oops uh and, yeah. And, this, and this is this is and i guess i guess this shows why we and we didn't really eloquently see it in previous previous you know shows about you know, putting in back doors and putting in encryption keys and, and giving, giving governments, etc. um areas to go and get into. It. This is why, because mm. for the best will in the they world, get found out. they either get hacked, they get found out, somebody leaks it, somebody accidentally leaks it. Microsoft are currently trying to patch around it, but they're struggling to do it. And it's like, oh, this is horrendous.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I mean, how horrendous it is, I mean, at the end of the day, it just enables other software to be installed on their hardware, which I guess they were trying to avoid. But now that's hacker's delight, isn't it? That they want to just play around. I mean, I'm, and I'm saying hackers, they're in the kind of tech hacker rather than malicious hacker kind of way. Um, this, this, If you've got a Windows um, sort of RT tablet, which you no longer use because really it's become redundant, uh, you can now use that hardware for running a bit of Linux software if you want, or, you know, just whatever you'd like. So it, in some ways it's a kind of hack around... Um, you know it's a hack around something that maybe they shouldn't be tying down anyway but the whole point is that i guess if you bought an rt tablet you'd expect that it was a windows thing and someone could have done some tinkering and um put some tracking software on there or something so yes in that respect yes and there's nothing they can really do to stop this now
1: and i, and I guess there's the, there's always a i a, a guess a is, there a is there another chain reaction and the fact that it's it's tied into policy permissions and what else does this allow somebody to actually go and do on what you think is a secure device?
0: Uh, and yeah, and and it just goes to show that these backdoors exist. Yeah. Even though we don't hear about them, they do get put in there by software developers. And uh, like you say, whatever reason they're there, they will get found out eventually. Vodafone is going to ditch line rental fees. Um Woohoo! This is all around the whole confusion on broadband or supposed confusion around. They give you an advertised rate for the broadband, um, but they don't sell sell that. You also need to have the, the line rental with that company. So Vodafone have decided they're going to ditch that additional line rental fee, but they are going to actually charge you to connect now. Um, so to sign up for the service, you'll effectively be paying what you would have been paying on line rentals. But at least that's a one-off fee and more obvious.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and I guess this is this is tying it back to the the changes that Ofcom want to make to make it clear and obvious that when Virgin say you only pay six ninety nine, and then underneath say six months later you pay eighteen ninety nine, mm. and also you need to pay fifteen ninety nine land rent rental, you're not paying six ninety nine.
0: Yes, so it kind of make it puts everything up front. But it, what it I guess now what they're going to have is people saying, "Oh, I okay, will sign up to that." Oh, you mean I have to change my phone provider now as well? So it's kind of, it's kind of one thing and another really but um there you go i think we're going to see this more often and for that very reason the ofcom are keen to give you a realistic vision of what your costs are going to be and this is the way that they're going to do it but you will find that yeah connection charges and sort of sign up charges go up um to cover off the any lost revenue they might have which is nice google has launched duo video calling app this is the app they displayed at their I.O. developer conference, and now they've decided they're going to come out with it. This is kind of a simplified... Well, it's a bit like FaceTime, really. So you can yeah. call someone who's got it installed on their phone, um, and it is only a mobile device that it can be installed on. Uh, if you know their phone number,
1: you can call them on Duo. Yep, yep. You don't need any Google accounts. Um, you just stick somebody's phone number in and dial them, um, and before the answer, you get this that kind of knock-knock concept because you get to see you get to see the the feed of the caller before somebody picks up so yep interesting
0: and it's intelligently and seamlessly switches between mobile broadband uh, wi-fi so you shouldn't find your call drops out it should cleverly swap over i (laughs) we should test that because that sounds like voodoo um but let's see Uh, but yeah it's kind of to counter the whatsapp and the kind of um that kind of and well whatsapp and facetime really are their two main competitors they're trying to he- head off
1: yeah uh, so it's so out in android and ios i still i admit, so when someone announced this at google i was still like why another one you know why yeah and as you say it's probably is to counter things like whatsapp that are, are that are massive and probably a lot of people don't realize it's you know facebook on you know they just see it and as i wonder
0: WhatsApp. what i wonder what the infrastructure implications say taking hangouts and doing it via phone number instead of um via google account that's the big sort of sticking point on hangouts they believe that everyone knows phone numbers because they're already in the phone whereas not everyone knows what google account they need to to sign up in or to to phone so um i guess that was part of it um they just don't want to lose ground, basically.
1: No, and I think I think another bit is just that kind of over time, Google Plus just starting to 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 die and wither, you know. So the the other thing they've killed this week is Hangouts on Air, um, and it's now YouTube Live, you know. And again, there were two competing things, but it's just like yep. it, that kind of Google Plus and everything round about it, which included Hangouts, and yes, that's kind of spun out separately. But you, I don't know, it just because they put
0: Google Plus at the centre of everything, <laughs> trying to get rid of it is actually now quite tricky.
1: Yeah. Um, Another so. thing is Mobile uh, Mobile is winning If you look at it if you look at The BBC released some stats Just around Olympic viewing And it's amazing Just how many people On mobile watch it now It's just
0: I think we released some stats Where mobile has overtaken On, on nearly every front now Which mm. you know A couple of years back You would have said No way that's going to happen And you know And now advertising On mobile devices Is worth more than TV advertising All that kind of stuff It's just amazing Bonkers um Facebook and unity are going to team up and they're launching a competitor to steam so this is basically your uh, one-stop shop for games and installing those games across your different devices um steam doesn't really have too many competitors right now um and it's a really nice you know service so you install steam on whatever app, you know device you've got and then you can you know purchase seamlessly purchase and, and download your apps whatever device you happen to be on um so Facebook and it's it's kind of an interesting push for them to go into this gaming market.
1: Yeah, uh, so obviously Facebook have got the Oculus, and and have bought that. So it was a bit of a strange one. I, d- I mean, and I, I don't know. I just well, the the
0: Oculus interface is great. I mean, it, it's and it, the way it kind of integrates its games into that that kind of interface.
1: Yeah, I just I just found it's a strange. I As mean, you say Steam doesn't have many competitors, and I guess they feel a bit threatened by what Microsoft's trying to do with this, you know, unifying the, the the kind of Xbox Windows platforms and and the kind of Steam. I'm trying to remember the guy's name who was like basically saying that 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 Windows is going to break Steam deliberately. They're going to release updates to break Steam, which seemed a bit, you know... Yeah, I remember bilkrat, we talked about that. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and again, you know, I can... It's, it's, if you thought that was an issue, then he's surely going to be sitting here typing out a, a Medium post right now about how Facebook's going to ruin the world um it, it, it's it's so it's like kind an of alpha right now for developers so it'll be interesting just to see how this picks up and again so many people don't don't go outside facebook really you know if it's, it's turned into what is it aol or what it was turned into that yeah quite I, a world garden right, for things
0: i think you're right but i think things are moving on again i, I don't know if it's facebook anymore i think i still think you're right that there are people that facebook is the internet but um but this uh, yeah i will see we'll yeah, see i think that might be dis- disappearing
1: it, it, maybe i just think for so, so so even for things like games it seems to be either they're, they're kind of happy picking up games and doing that even still on facebook and i it just never clicked for me that way i was no. always out of that but so many people it seems to be that's their natural thing mm.
0: they'll need some killer apps and they'll need developers on board to make this happen and work for them because it's part of the steam advantage of steam is how wide it is um one of the, I guess the disadvantages of Steam is it really doesn't work that well with things like the Oculus. It's designed for more the um, the Vive because they're obviously they're yes. tuned into that. Yeah, uh, and that's probably why Oculus think we need a similar thing for our you know <laughs> our virtual reality device. And,
1: and 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 you're maybe right because that's the the, the kind of platform to drive it. Always going to be pretty key.
0: And and I guess that means they're betting that that is going to become huge. It's going to become a huge when they bloom and lower the prices of it. It's so prohibitively expensive at the moment. Anyway, you can now play uh, Minecraft on your Oculus Rift. Um so yeah this this little app that they bought for 2.5 billion amazing i wish i'd you know there's a lot of people out there thinking i could have made that up. um <laughs> <laughs> so it's so clever it's so clever um anyway so yes they are i'm um, gonna put that onto so oculus and you can play it in full immersive mode so you can be the little man running around um looking over edges of these massive structures that you've built um but you can also play in a kind of virtual theater mode as well and they've added some um, additional features to the game um, to make it look good. So the anti-aliasing, for example, is being rolled out properly uh, and the draw distances are all being increased just because um, the power of your graphics card. Because if, if you're basically running in VR, then you've got a huge graphics card. So uh, they're going to make use of that. Um, yeah, sensible move. Um, and I guess they may or not have made this move had it not been for the fact that their own headset is not going to be out for so long.
1: And and I mean, it's no surprise it's an Oculus first because there's loads of rumours about you know Microsoft's what's their updated ones? Is it Scorpio next year mm. being be able to drive a headset and probably would be Oculus because of the ties that they've done. So there's far. already the
0: ties in already, yeah.
1: Yeah, so so it's probably no no big deal, but I think I mean and and I mean the article says Minecraft's everywhere, so it's no big surprise it's come to it, but. I'd, what I want to try is you now how you can download, you know, people's fantastic, mm. you know, maps that they've done. Even yep. some of the stuff that the uh, the um, uh, ordnance survey have put out. You've know, put out loads of maps. They've put out one yep. of Glasgow, you know, that's, yep. that's 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 accurate. And um I, I, and to live in it would be amazing. It yeah. would just be great to load that up and roam around it and and do what I what. See what I think, how I think it should work. You know, just being able to fly around it. Or even one of these, they've done these big kind of massive calculator engine type things. Yes. Rather than just, you know, navigating around it by a mountain. Know, headset on and be like, oh, wow.
0: And see how long that retains its attraction. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to you uh, You're going you're gonna to be able to buy the Oculus Rift in stores from September. So not very long away now. Um, but it's going to be... Again, pretty expensive, so we're talking five four nine yes uh, price to buy from a store, which pretty much um, is the price that they charged for the headset if you bought online, but they obviously they it was a bit less, but they charged um, delivery online, so it's going to end up about the same um so it's a big chunk of cash, um a lot more than developer kits, so a lot more than they kind of were envisaging, and that's still without the handsets yet, so it's you add on the cost of the handsets and we're talking mega bucks yeah um. And the Vive is also... I don't think that's going to be available in shops, but that's also going up in price, I think, because of the...
1: It's not available Brexit. in shops, but you can... So it's at 759 and you can easily buy it's that online price. at the moment. Yes. Um, yes,
0: they've got the... Whereas the the Oculus has been difficult to get. You could only ever get it online, yeah. and it was kind of... They couldn't give you a release that they were going to actually deliver it. But now, because you can go and pick it up in shops, they, they've clearly over their, their hump. Um, but yeah...
1: When interest, you add in the
0: price of a PC that you're going to need to run this two, thing? That you, two you, thousand, a lot of cash. Yeah, two grand, at, at, at least two
1: thousand yeah. pounds. Yeah, and that was because I, I started yep. pricing it again recently, and I, and, yeah. and fair enough. The PC I was going to get was 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 a nice PC, two, but
0: yeah, but why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Given that you're going to need the extra bandwidth, because as as this technology develops, it's only ever going to need more. It's not going to need less.
1: Exactly. And and the other bit of me is just just as we're talking about it, I know these are just out, but I'm already thinking. How how long so so if you think of like most devices, so like your your phones and what tablets or whatever, maybe eighteen months is a refresh, phones is every year, then I mean, there's a new version of a you know, iPhone or Samsung. Um what is it going to be for headsets? It's not going to be like a console in every five or six years, so is it every couple of years that they would refresh. It's hard to it? know,
0: isn't it? This this first one might be a longer cycle anyway, because they've got a lot of because you know, if they stuff to recoup.
1: I mean, if they turned around a year's time and said, Here's a new one how how many people can keep up with that
0: yeah depending on whether they're then going to figure out how to make it cheaper and therefore less of an issue um, more of an accessory rather than a, an entire new thing um yeah it's an interesting one i can't see them replacing these first gens for f- four years from now i think we're going to start seeing gen two just because they've got to recoup their development costs yeah i think i think two we'll years. see the
1: prices come down yeah i think two years okay that's my that's
0: my gut feeling. Yeah and technology yeah, four years too long for technology, yeah. is yeah, There's I mean, gonna be it's... people wanting the new one after two years for at least. Um and Intelliv- have uh, unveiled their, their project alloy, they're calling it. It says merged reality headset. So this is an, a headset that which takes over your whole vision, but it will inst- so where where is the project uh, what is it what was Microsoft's called Morph what's it? I can't remember what it's called. Microsoft one where they kind of have an almost half see through lens. Which oh, Hololens. Hololens. Yeah, that's it. So, as in putting content onto this sort of onto your own eyes, this one is a, an entirely immersive headset. But they're going to morph in vision. Well, pictures of things that are happening in your real world. For example, they showed if you put your arm in front of your headset, then that arm will appear in the in in the in the world. So it's almost like you can have controllerless gaming because your arms can actually have those controllers. Um, at the moment the the sort of demo they're showing looked very blocky and and sort of unrefined but i'm sure they've they're going to work that through
1: it looked like minecraft (laughs) it looked like minecraft arms appeared (laughs) and um, and, yes uh, they said
0: someone appeared in the game and you thought no that's not a person that's a pink thing
1: and the thing they're doing they're doing this without any external cameras or external controllers or anything taped onto your hands this is all just based on it's,
0: it's almost
1: all, like a connect sort of thing yeah, it's all in the at, head in, what's going on in front it's all in the head um I, I another interesting bit is they're not although this is a headset it's almost like a reference standard and they're encouraging other manufacturers to use it and develop and make they don't want to be the ones making and publishing so i don't i don't know how much legs this has got it looked like a really good tech demo but
0: well, it did, that's it. It didn't look like a really good tech demo for me. It didn't. It didn't inspire you like a you know some, uh, What I meant by that was a,
1: it's a, a cool concept. And I kind of understand what yes. they're doing, but but right now is there a is, is there a lot? Of why stuff? would why would
0: someone jump in and say yeah I'll take that on and I'll try and do that when it doesn't you know yeah. when you look at the the offerings given by other people and go no they're Don't better only, offerings right now. The
1: only thing I can see and I guess it's with the kind of shady. No, it's not shady. I don't work for a shady company. But it's with a corporate hat on. Is the um, he, he says backtracking quickly. <laughs> um, the it's the it's maybe like the small manufacturers of you know like they're wanting to do you know let's do some sort of Google Glass type thing, um, and taking something off the shelf and trying to make it mm. is difficult. So maybe having a reference standard there makes it very easy or, or easier to go and develop your thing and maybe slap I don't know another 1000 pound on it if you're going to if it costs a 1000 pound from Intel and then you can say here's here you go Mr. Enterprise here's your own you know VR solution with our software and maybe that's the angle they're chasing.
0: Yeah maybe yeah and and that's the, that's the thing these it's obviously a very early thing they want to get in now and tell people that they're doing this and they maybe they'll end up in the android of this world which is make it easy and available to everyone and then you know people will pick it will pick it up who want to make you know if you're going to go and make a headset now what's your options well you have to go and develop all the software and everything whereas these guys yeah like you say are saying if you want to make a headset for yourself then yeah it's it's easy okay so that's that that's their audience and whether they can make it good enough to make that viable who knows because would it not just be more sensible to make an app for one
1: of the existing ones and that's and that's where i'm kind of at as well it's like Mm, that's just that's a struggle i have I've, i mean i'm not saying it's saturated right now but if you want a vr headset it's pretty easy to go and get one um and, and a good one and a good one at that and uh, you want
0: to play games on it you don't want to see pink blobs that look like arms
1: uh, and i guess interesting thing will be what what is that kind of price point from then when you've got hololens at three grand right now from microsoft yes you know which is a fairly big investment to make that's a
0: big, big chunk of cash. Yeah. But I must
1: admit, I'm getting a little bit excited again about VR because we're. How long away are you now? Because you're going PlayStation. Eight week. weeks. October thirteenth, yeah. and Gamescom was this week, so they were showing a bit more demos. I just pinged you before the show, Drive Club, and and and. And uh,
0: Drive Club itself looked very pretty, and the head moving around inside of it with, with all the headset. I, I think I mentioned I played um on the Oculus in a in a I played Aceto courses for a driving game and. Other than slight motion weirdness to start with, um, it was unbelievable.
1: And I'm fully really expecting good. a lesser. I'm fully expecting PlayStation VR to be lesser than the. But that know.
0: didn't look lesser, did it? The the demo they were showing didn't look lesser.
1: Uh, yeah, but but I think it'll be lesser because you because you're not seeing, you're you're seeing the output on a screen you're not seeing it on the screen in the head and i'm sure it still looks good but it'll be slightly we already know okay, the well, pixels are slightly less innocuous and
0: yeah we we don't know that yet yeah. and maybe they were putting a spin on it but nevertheless it still looked good absolutely and think. it's and it's
1: half the price you know what i mean it's half yeah, the price exactly. this headsets. is it's three, this
0: is proper consumer level um, pr isn't it
1: 350
0: yeah i mean that's properly in the realm of you know yeah consumer level if they can get that sorted then that's a great way into buying this because a lot of people have a playstation anyway so
1: and i'm sure they're going to announce a neo in the seventh that is going to like oh, i need to buy that as well then but, but it's not going to be a thousand pound or 1500
0: all right then the internet has been a light with Uh, all sorts of stories, let's say all that in a very diplomatic way about No Man's Sky. We've been talking about this for a while. Since since we first saw it, it sounded like an intriguing concept and I think, Ian, you ran with that concept. You loved the idea of this game. I had my concerns and I think both sides of those arguments have been borne out since the release which happened,
1: is it a week ago now? Something like that? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. A week, last Wednesday. So so you
0: have it and you have been playing it. So let's have the... uh, Digital Outbox, uh, No Man's Sky review. It's pretty good. <laughs>
1: I think that's pretty much what everyone says. It's all right. So the, cool. there's um, right. as you say, it's caused a lot of controversy because it's one of those games where there's been lots of vague, vague PR. Is that the best way to put it? And it started off with a, a quick ninety second video, and then at E3 the following year there was a two minute video, and it's and then Sony started backing it and the the guy behind it Sean whatever his name is you know had lots of almost kind of quite rambling you with know, a team of five people or ten people and look what we've done we've created a whole world and it's going to blow your mind not a whole world the whole bloody universe a whole universe but you know what I mean and and the video certainly the concept of being able to you know see a star in the sky jump in your spaceship just take off and go Um, and then and then just I'm going to go to that planet you know and then you know twenty seconds later I'm there. And I'm I'm flying at the planet, and it's totally different. That that captured it for me, and also the way the graphics looked for me. There was just something about it, and the music, the graphics and music just just it just ticked boxes for me. And I wondered, actually, I actually ended up blogging about it because I, I had it in my head, why is this, why is this connected where the you know the Elite Dangerous remake didn't? I just found it quite it's quite a sterile environment, and and it just didn't click for me. And I think it's down to there are some there are some really classic games that I really enjoyed on the Amstrad. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. and it's just—it just reminds me of those, and that's—that's that's, I think the links there. But as you said, there's a bit of controversy about it because because there's things that were promised and they're just not there. You know, it's... so
0: so my I've I've said all the way along, and I still stand by this, even after having I've never played it, obviously. So you know, I can't really comment on much. This is an incredible tech demo that someone has attached a game to, and I think this will actually lead to more interesting directions going forward and i think it i think games manufacturers and games makers will take on this whole concept of this you know um formula driven content um which is you know driven out of some complicated mathematics but but it you know it means that you can have this infinite variability but in a fixed way that you can work in a game i think we'll see developers run with that but i think in this case they did that tech demo. They figured they wanted to make a game out of it. They've planted a game in it, and that game hasn't really caught people's imagination for the simple fact that, you know, as as amazing as it is to visit a planet, and a huge planet that you could never even visit all the parts of it, you know, if you spent all the time on it. Um, and then there's, there's you know, quintillion other planets that you can go and do the same thing at. Um, the fact that there, there's lacking a gaming element, that's, I think that's where it falls down.
1: Uh, so... So, I, so I think there is a bit of a game element. So, so there was four videos came out. But basically, what what the team have emphasised is there's kind of four main things about this, and actually you, you can explore, which is kind of clear. There's fight, um, there's trade, and there's survive. And and straight away you kind of certainly the planet I started on, it was kind of you know there was only a certain distance I could go before my suit was running out. So quickly you were introduced to you need to go and you know get material to boost your suit. And there is that bit of grind there, you know, and I can't. There's, there's no getting away from it. There is a there is a lot of grinding in the game that you need to just. Mm. I just need to go and collect material, and then I'll sell it, and I'll make money, and I can buy a ship. And I can need to collect material to keep my, my my suit going. I need to collect material to go and repair my ship, and and it is a kind of constant grind. There's no getting away from it. But and the bit that's really surprised me, there's there's so. There's, and I've read lots of forum posts with people complaining about, oh, there's no story, there's nothing to do. Uh, I, I've found it really quite captivating. Just visiting the planet and and roaming around it and exploring. And I've only been to I think, about sort of ten, twelve planets, and each of them have been suitably different to keep me entertained. So
0: yeah. So I guess. It'll be interesting in a couple of weeks whether it's still holding any attention. I've heard that there is an ex- there's another story arc which also adds intrigue into the game. So you know, trying I, to find some meaning and stuff. And
1: I've and I've started on there's there's, there's clearly the story arc starting to appear because there's little bits happening. There's, there's definitely some bits of the game you're like, oh, that is that's yeah. the, crap. The criticisms that I've read are definitely about grinding
0: and the fact that. There are these four arcs, but the shooting isn't that compelling. It's quite inaccurate um, and it can be frustrating at times. That, oh,
1: the there's, there's definitely. So there's there's some bits I think they've been very clever about in that they see, they can uh, see you fly the ship. It, it's like anybody could do it. You know, you're, like your mum could do it. You yeah. can't crash. You know, you just, you, just, you just, it won't let you crash. And it auto lands and all that kind of stuff. And right? you when you get near something, you just press a button and it lands. And it's the same when you get to a spaceship, uh, a space station, sorry, and it will dock. You know, you don't need to press a button. Yeah. It's just you get into the light and it docks, and when I mean, you hit a space station, you don't crash. And there's a whole of things that they've deliberately they've, made easy because they've just said, "Let's take away that that difficulty because that's what not what we want to focus on." You know, it's not a. And I guess if I defend not them slightly, skill. you know, instead of explore, fight, trade, and survive, it would be like flying. We'd be one of them if they yeah. wanted to give you. A, and that's where maybe it looks different. That you do have to understand what you're doing. And but as you said, some of the some of the shooting in space. It just feels, it just feels floaty, floaty. Uh, And there's other things where there's like there's no, and this is where you start to. What initially got people a bit frustrated was this whole thing about there's there's is a multiplayer. No, you might you might visit. There's a one in a billion chance of you know you landing on somebody else's planet and stuff. And within the first day, there was two streamers that actually were in the same place. and they proved that you can't see. But you can't see anybody. And it is one of these things. It's a bit weird because you're in this kind of mirrory type world, and you can't see yourself. And there's just mm. you just sometimes wish you could see something that that. And and there's a whole lot of talk of. I bet you they do an update at some point, and they'll do some sort of multiplayer. And I bet you they go and do this and that. And there's a whole lot of things that they're hinting about. But that's now started. Uh, was a massive Reddit thread where somebody pulled all the videos and all the quotes and all the claims about what they're doing and how he slagged off other games and why we're going to be different and have not delivered.
0: And, and and they've also had some launch problems on PC for sure where that has been a bit unstable and crashy. Um, and they have said that they're going to release a, uh, a patch very shortly, which to quote them is going to make everyone very happy. But again, they were very, very vague about whether that just meant does that mean PC gamers aren't going to crash, or does it mean that they are going to in these multiplayer I, and
1: stuff? I did, I did the blog post as a bit of a spoof, as if I was like, I was actually in, a, in in the game for real, and this is all fantastic. And and see, the first time I worked, I got an error code. It's the First time when I was on mm. the PS4, I've actually in something. I was like, yes. oh crap! And then you 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 kind of try again, and it worked. But for a lot of people, you know, after a few times, it was like the saves corrupt, and it's like, ah, oh. and it does. You, there is. A couple of times it just crash. You just run around the planet doing nothing. It's just like, you know, it's almost just back to, it just kicks you out and you're like, ah, oh, that's a bit crap. And they're saying that they've now employed a, a QA team that's bigger than their own team. Again, this, this, this team, it's almost like there's a little excuse around the, we're a small team, you know, give us a break. But at the end of the day, it's a full price game. You know, and 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 yeah, you, that's you it. People have paid for full game. price
0: and compared to you know the A titles, you imagine the amount of man hours that go into that.
1: And you know, I think that the 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 two things that are counting against it right now, and I've got the ire of a lot of people, is a bit of the kind of Peter Molyneux about it. You know, over promising and under delivering. Yeah. And this whole there seems to be a lot of people that, and it's a bit like the app economy and iPhones. You know, that game should only be ninety nine p. Yes. How people have a very clear view about. And how do you, one pound 79 rather than 99p? Absolutely, and uh, there's a there's a real it's obvious when you look at the forums, there's ire about the whole mm. this is a team of 13. How dare they charge 50 pound or 40 pound for a game? How <laughs> dare they? <laughs> uh, and I don't have a problem with that because I no. think the game's ambitious, it's different enough, it is grindy, but for whatever reason, it's making it's clicking for me. Interestingly, Bomb said he was kind of struggling with it because of the grind on PC. But then one of my one of my mates who's over in the states is putting in ten hours a day on it in PS4 and just loving roaming the planets and discovering everything and then doing a bit of trading and then you know the story maybe moving on point five a percent just going to another planet and doing the
0: same. Yeah, my, so my I'll stick to it. I think I think this is sport. This will spawn a new thread of this kind of like procedural gaming. Um, but I don't think they've nailed this one enough to. Certainly not a classic itself, although it will be seen in future as one of the trailblazers. I, I, I do wonder
1: if like a Destiny, which came out to really average reviews, but over time delivered a really good game. The potential there. It's just whether they, because they, they also talked about, you know, that the, 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 that Sean's got a, a, got a lot, of, lot of roadmap and a lot of vision of where he wants to take this. And at the time when he was talking about all this, it was like, yep, and that'll all be free content. And he's like, ah, fantastic. It's all day one. Well, some of that might be paid for. And you're like, that's yeah. the bit that's just going to... But that's the
0: commercial realities of someone I, no, I, realizing agreed, what it takes to agreed. do
1: something. And part of me feels, I feel sorry for the guy because he's 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 a, a passionate guy. He's, he's part salesman and part games developer. There's, there's no doubt. You see the photos of him from four years ago or three years ago and how he's... <laughs> How he's facially <laughs> and beardily evolved. i for me they delivered a great game. You know, there's a potential yeah, there. I'm enjoying it. I don't regret the 40 quid spend. A couple of mates are the same, but I can totally understand why somebody won't won't enjoy it. Um, and I can understand, I can partly understand some of the some of the kind of forum posts on it and just why people are so frustrated.
0: There you go. That's the digital outbox No Man's Sky Review and that is the end of the news and the podcast today so thanks for listening um you can find out who we are what we do blah 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 digital Outbox.com is our website info at digitaloutbox.com if you want to talk to us as well you can get us on twitter digital outbox i am personally on twitter as cheesy uk and my blog for all my racing antics is academy UK will shortly be updated with um, some racing from alton park and ian where can we find you
1: Blog do
0: um, And Twitter as a shrieper. Lovely. Right, let's go play Halo. Speak to you later.
1: Bye-bye. ta da I almost um, just just pressed the end button before even saying "Tara." Just... just, just, just let's, let's, let's go. Well, it was just to me, because usually you say, usually you, you, let's hoof it. Usually you only say that afterwards, and it was <laughs> it, it was just like, oh, yeah, we're done already.
0: Normally, I hide, I hide my Halo playing um, geekery.
1: So yeah, hide it every time you go online. <laughs> Screw you.